This is Bo Buchanan, Arizona Lodge number two, and I am here speaking on the level with Patrick Penn. Patrick, why don't you tell me your name, the name of your home Blue Lodge, and any offices or titles you might have connected to that lodge. Well, my name is Patrick William Penn. I'm a member of Arizona number two, and uh, I am a fellow class Mason. And when were you raised as a Mason? Or I won't say raised because you are, I don't get into this, you're a fellow craft Mason. Um, when did you become a part of Arizona Lodge number two? When were you initiated? I was initiated, I believe, in October of 2015. 2015, last year. Okay. So you've been a, you've been a Mason for less than a year. Okay. You're going through the process now to, to become raised as a Master Mason. How did you, when, let's go back to the first time you remember knowing about what this masonry thing is. When did you first become aware of it? I first encountered masonry uh, reading presidential history. Oh, really? Yeah, and it was, it was just interesting. It just popped out at me. I think the first thing I read was with uh, President George Washington, and it came up, and I had never heard about it before. And you're like, hmm, what is this? Yeah, it sparked my interest, and I just looked into it further. Uh, you know, spending some time just reading the, uh, I guess, what people would call um, the lore, the legends about Freemasonry, and then um, as years went on, the interest just built. And so how long did it take from the time that you start, from you first heard about it, to you started kind of maybe actively looking into it a little bit more? I'm trying to gauge kind of when did your interest level change? Several years. It wasn't until maybe my mid to late 20s that I really started studying more about um, what Freemasonry was really about. And, um, you know, the different organizations within Freemasonry and who are Masons. You know, I didn't know exactly who they were. Um, and so the more I studied, I just learned about the diversity in, in its members, um, in its culture, in its society, and even the uh, diversity in religion was something that was interesting to me. So how long from the time that you started researching it till you, boom, walk in the door and like, I want to join, how do we get in? Probably within five years. Within five years. Wow, okay. And how did that process unfold for you? Well, um, what really got me going was a close friend of mine um, posted some pictures on his Facebook account of him after receiving his third degree. And he became a master mason. And right away, it got me going. It just all the stuff I read, all the experiences I had, really came to the forefront. Um, I got really excited and immediately texted him like the next day. <laughs> <laughs> the dude. Yeah, exactly. How do I do this? Yeah. Cool. And then, so how long from when you said that till you came into a lodge and started uh, walking through the process? Uh, well, I found out lodges meet, or lo my lodge meets uh, on Tuesdays, and so I think it was a weekend. And then I talked to him about it, and I showed up that next. That Tuesday. next Tuesday. Wow. Yeah. So and lodge this that we're right now we're at the Phoenix Masonic Temple, we're at the uh, Brothers and Friends uh, uh, pool tournament and poker tournament, and uh, we're sitting inside this building. So this is the first place you came in this building. That's right. And what was your impression when you first came? Did you get a tour? Did you? Yes, he took the time to give me a full tour of the lodge. Um, you know, he first showed me where we met uh, for dinners, and then took me up to our lodge room where. Um, you know, a lot of our ritual and fading meetings and things like that take place. Um, I was really excited about the, the open um, feeling that I had at the lodge. I felt welcome right away. I started meeting people right away. 
and um, I just felt welcome and I felt like I was at home. That's how I felt when I walked in this place. Felt at home. So why you did a lot of learning over quite a few years. I heard you mention a couple of things. You mentioned uh, uh, the diversity of people and of religion. Um, tell me a little bit more about why why was this thing called masonry so appealing to you? Uh, well, at first it began very mysterious. It, it was very mysterious to me. And uh, mystery is alluring. It and, is. Um, the more and more I read about it, the um, more I understood that I didn't know enough about it. And so the things that I was reading on my own, I didn't take the time. Number one, I didn't know any Masons at the time. So I needed to take the time, I think, to really talk to a Mason. As they say, to be one, ask one. And um, so when I did get the chance to finally talk to a Mason, that's when everything changed for me. Yeah, I you know I didn't know any either. When I think about it, it's like people talk about, is it a secret society? Well, no, just sometimes you just don't know anybody. All of a sudden, when you know somebody, it just kind of opens up and just becomes way more normal. And it's like, exactly. it's very cool. Tell me about one of your favorite memories so far. You've been in a little bit less than a year. You've had a chance to do some social things, some event official things. Can you tell me something uh, that you remember that's been kind of interesting? Um, one very interesting thing, which is kind of personal, um, our recent, uh, or is now past, uh, Worshipful Master of the Lodge, when he was leaving our lodge because he was moving to a different state, um, when he was saying goodbye, I felt like he was you know, visibly moved um, when he was saying goodbye to all the officers in the lodge. And I just thought that that was something very special um, that was built over years and years and years. And um, I thought that that's something I wanted myself. That camaraderie, that closeness. Exactly. What is it that, even though you haven't been coming a really long time, you come back, sometimes guys come in, check things out, and then they leave. They're not really interested. So you came, you satisfied that initial curiosity. What keeps you coming back every week? There's just so much to learn, and it's not even just the ritual part, which is, I mean, I can't even um, sum up the amount of knowledge and wisdom that there is to learn. But what keeps me coming back is the people, obviously. Um, made a lot of good friends so far. And I feel like even if it's been just a short time, these are people I can really count on. And the funny thing is, I want to be a person that can be counted on. Because I feel like in my personal life before Mason, I've always been that person, like for my family and friends. Um, so it feels good not only to know that you can count on someone, but for someone to say that they can count on you. And even in this short time, you know, we'll post something on a Facebook page or we'll get a phone call that says, you know, our brother's moving or uh, unfortunately someone passed away or whatever it is. And you just want to jump at those opportunities because um, it builds a bond. And also when you're doing something that is for someone else, um, it's very rewarding. And even at its base in masonry, helping out brothers is one thing, but also in masonry, it's very charitable. And being involved with something that's been going on for so long that one of its principal tenets being charity um, further um, makes me feel like this is such a beautiful opportunity to be a part of. And it's really a, like you were touching on that sense of community that maybe you don't have in other places because our society is spread out in so many different ways that once you come into masonry, you can depend on each other, and I like that too, knowing that there's a group of people out there that, that are there for you if you need them. That's yeah. exactly right. 
you know, in a lot of, I think in a lot of our day-to-day -day businesses, these small exchange, exchanges with people because we're busy and we've got things to do. When you get to a lodge and you go to meetings and you just have dinners and see people and go to events and, again, do charitable things, um, they're not so small. They're, they're more meaningful. You get to take your time um, and learn about people and be a part of something that's so incredibly ancient but so incredibly um, similar to something that you already want. Uh, it's been going on for so long, but that need to be a part of something, the need to give back, um, is so incredibly powerful that it will it really sustain somebody. Is there, speaking of giving back, I guess, is there anybody that you've kind of looked up to in masonry or somebody who's in, already made a difference to you as a mason? Absolutely. Uh, right offhand, I just think of the brother that brought me in, my friend Anthony, who, even for me, he's a, he's a mentor of mine, and he really takes a lot of personal time and sets aside personal time, always makes sure it's something that works for me to come help me learn things and also just personally be there. Um, I'm in a band. And You're in a band too? I'm Anthony's in a band? That's how, we, <laughs> that's how we knew each other. Oh, now. I didn't know that. Okay. And uh, the people that play in my band play in his band and vice versa. Are you a metal guy? No. <laughs> I just, you don't look like a metal guy. <laughs> play in a jazz, yeah. I sing for a jazz band. And, jazz? Oh, yeah. all right. And, uh, you know, he, he really takes a lot of personal time and he's he's really involved with the lodge and with Demo Ray and things like that. Mm -hmm. I really look up to him for that. Yeah, we interviewed him a couple weeks ago. Any any uh, closing thoughts or final stories or anything else you want to share? I would just say that I feel like in the short time uh, I've had the privilege of being a part of something, again, that's so ancient but yet so familiar. And if anybody ever got a chance to go visit a lodge uh, or just talk to a Freemason, um, I think that they would understand that feeling. All right. Hey, thanks for taking time to talk to me, Tip Patrick. Thank you.